Well, that wraps up another session. Thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along on some of these live trades, remember, these are live sessions happening during the day. If you want to ask any questions, let us know. And for those of you who want to be live and actually do trading with us, let me know and I can help you make that happen. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dividend Stock Talk, where we talk about dividend stocks and investing for weekly and monthly cash flow. So today, if we look in the bottom right-hand corner, we see that it is 9.37 a.m. January 15th. It just happened to be my cousin's birthday. Interesting. Happy birthday, Johnny. Happy birthday, Joel, if you're listening, which I probably doubt. Anyway, let's jump on and see where the heck we are. We actually have um, only two open positions. Well, not sure. Back up. <laughs> two working orders at the moment. Now, what we're doing here is we're trying to collect dividend cash flow, weekly dividend cash flow. And we do that by investing in dividend stocks for weekly returns, which means we use a lot of weekly options and we use a lot of um, trades that are quick to get in and out of. Now, I don't mean really quick to get in and out of. I mean, it, it is a dividend um, investment. So it is, it's, it's a dividend trade. So we're either going to collect the dividend or the equivalence of the dividend. So let me briefly explain. If the dividend is 50 cents, we're going to either collect the 50 cent dividend or I'm going to buy the stock and, and collect a 50 cent gain and get my ass on out of there and move on to the next one. Either way, I'm getting that damn 50 cents. I'm getting that dividend or the equivalent. All right, so let's look at where we are and then we will figure out what we're going to do today. Now, like I said earlier, we only have two open stock dividend trades, which means we're trying to collect the dividend on them. And the rest, all these other positions, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight positions are option positions, which means no matter what I want to do, no matter what I want to say, I'm going to have to be back here at 3.30 so I have enough time to... Uh, make any adjustments before the market closes and the options expire okay so the options every single option i have is expiring this afternoon so between now and 3 30 we've got to figure out what we're going to do all right so there's only two stock trades nrg and and uh cl which is oh i'm drawing a blank <laughs> that's funny colgate palm olive <laughs> sorry Dividend King, I should know this one. In my sleep, CL is Colby Palmolive. All right, so let's quickly look at all these and find out where we stand. And then just remember, if you're following me and you really want to follow me, that although it's 9.30 now, I'll be back here at 3.30. So let's go over this quick and see where we are. So first one we're looking at is AFG. Let's pull it up in the one-year chart and we'll briefly take a look. Okay, so AFG at this moment in time is at 8906, which means that's where, well, well what did she do? She opened today and, all right, I'm going to get to what she opened today at, but let's go through the whole scenario first because it's not really here in front of me. 
Okay, so exactly a year ago today, AFG started out at 108, quickly found its high at 112 before descending down to its low of the year at uh, 41, 18, 42, 15, somewhere in that area. But uh, the middle of March, you know, second week of March, which seems to be an iconic date, okay, at this juncture in our life. The middle of March of last year, it, everything seemed to have tanked. So AFG went from 112 down to 41. So that's a 75% decrease, something like that. Anyway, it's a big drop. Okay, she bounces off the bottom into a trading range of between 58 and 68. She travels sideways for most of the year before, let's see, November, October, sorry, October 16th, right around the October 16th, second week of October. She breaks out of that trading range and settles into a new one, which is between 84 and uh, 90. So that's where she is now, the 84, 90 trading range. In the last uh, week or so, we have one, two, three, four, five down days. Five. Okay. And even the market maker is not helping out any. Because the market, you know, when, when this thing uh, hit 92.48, she drops back down and ends up uh, um, settling at 90. She opens up the next day. Um, oh, sorry, she closed at 91. But she opens up the next day at, at 90. The market maker wasn't even trying to push the stock back up. Okay, so for some strange reason, you know, if the market maker is the only one who has any control over any of the numbers. Because think about it this way. You have the opening of the day and the closing of the day. Those are two numbers. They are what they are. You can look any financial chart anywhere in the world. You'll find out the opening is what the opening is, the closing what the closing is. Uh, the high of the day is, and the low of the day is, you know. Those are the four numbers that you're going to get out of, the, out of a stock. Uh, not including um, you know, volume, volatility, and all that kind of crap. But the four numbers. Four. Open, close, high, low. Out of those four numbers, out of every number you'll ever see on every single stock symbol or every single stock shit anywhere, only one number is controlled by one person. And that is the market maker. Every morning, the market maker wakes up and he decides, or she decides, if you're that equal sex crap whatever you want to call it it is what it is the opening of the day is dictated by the market maker that's it every other number is dictated by the market okay, the market maker decides where he wants to start for the day and where you start from the day the high of the day is dictated by the buyers and sellers the low of the day is dictated by the buyers and sellers and the close is dictated by the very last trade of the day. Only number that is in, controlled by anyone, and that's the opening of the day, and the market maker has that control. Okay, so anyway, the market maker decided that today would be a love... Oh, that's yesterday. Where are they, Where are they today? <clears throat> okay, so find... What were we even talking about? Oh, we're talking about AFG. That's right, AFG. Right, let's, go, let's get back to where we were then. Okay, so AFG had five days down in a row. Uh, right now she's at 80, 89.06. Okay? Uh, and the position that we have at AFG is the 
8385 call. Okay, it's a, it's a call spread. So as long as she stays above 85, which is the higher of the two numbers, that's where you you buy the 83 and you sell the 85 and you make whatever's there available between the 83 and the 85 if this thing opens up um Oh, if this thing closes by the end of the day above our mark, when our mark is 85, which she's at 89, so I'm pretty confident she's not going to drop four points today. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? The market maker just decided to open today at 87. So the market maker is definitely pushing this stock downward. Okay. Uh, so she hit high in the last couple of weeks at 92. And other than that, it's been down, 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 and then another down day today. Now, I don't know why the market maker has it, has it as a down day. But so, but doesn't really matter why the market maker's thinking what he's thinking today. I'm sure he has his reasons. That's his job. Let's make this quick, get it done and over with so we can get on with our day. And then we jump in around 3.30 because we have to. Not that I have to, that I'm going to just to make sure everything's going to be Okay, I suppose. All right, so AFG, we get the 83.85. She now opened up at 87.77. So as long as she stays above 85, we're going to be good. All right, next on the list is APA, uh, which is Apache. And we've been in Apache for the past couple of days. That's pretty good. All right, so Apache started out the year at 33.42. Okay, and it's been a slow down, downward spiral until she gapped down. Um, she traveled from 33.89 slowly, and then she finally hit uh, a low of 20.72 before she gaps down and opens up at 13.11. But that's not the bad part. bad part is she continues to go down. And she finds the low um, in uh, the second week of March, which apparently everyone did back in back last year. But this one tested the low again a couple of you know, a couple of weeks later, at the beginning of April, tested it at three point eight. So this thing goes within a, within a couple of months from thirty three dollars. To settle uh, two months later, the end of March, at three dollars and eighty six cents, so it went from a thirty three dollar stock down to three dollars. Now Apache is a great company. Why it made that drop, I don't know. Do I care? No, I don't really care, because I'm not a long term trader. I use long term stocks to make my trades, because I wouldn't mind owning any one of those. Apache, I wouldn't mind owning it. Granted, I'd be a little unhappy if I bought it at 33 and now it's at 3. Yeah, I'd be just a smidge unhappy. But anyway. Okay, so from the bottom, she comes back up and settles into a trading range between $8 and, and $16. And she just stays there. She finally breaks out of that trading range um, last week. Right around the 6th of January. She breaks out of that trading range. And uh, she's at, right now, 17, 
98. Which, if you think about it, from three in, in March, that's a great return. But if <laughs> you owned it a year ago at 33, I'm pretty sure you're not happy at 17. Needless to say, she's at 17 now. And if and when we ever reach that, that, that point where we buy a stock and it drops a huge percentage, we'll get to that point because most likely it will happen at some point this year. And then we'll have to deal with it. Until then, I really don't want to deal with it. Until the time comes. We'll, we'll um, face it head on. How's that? All right, so anyway, the option for Apache, APA, is the 16 and a half 17. Because we think it's going to stay above 17. As long as she does, we're good to go. All right, so we don't really look at that. Uh, Colgate Palmolive, let's pull that up. Let's see. L. Now, Colgate Palmolive started out the year last year at 70. All right, she traveled a little bit for the, you know, she traveled a month in the $70 area, jumps up to 77, and then quickly makes its low of the year at 58.22, again in the middle of March. Okay, so from the 58.22, this thing just moves up nicely. It's kind of like a stair step. You go up, you hit a high, you take profit. You go up, you hit a high, you take profit. Go up, hit a high, take profit. So on and so forth, all the way up. And she kept on going up, you know, until she hit the 85 area. And she can't seem to break out of the 86, which just happens to be the high of the year, 86.25. And it's been testing that high over and over and over again, as you can see. Oops. Uh, One, two, three, four times she tested that high and just couldn't do it. Which brings us to where we are today. So, Colgate Palmolive got tired of trying to test that high. And she settled down to a new trading range, which she's been at for the past week, to 81 and 82. 81, 82, 83, somewhere in that area. So that's the trading range she's at now. And happily, she is sitting at, um, where are we today? Um, 82. So she's happily sitting at 82, and what do we, uh, yuck. Okay, so... We have 300 shares Colgate Palmolive at 82. Wait a minute, what did we buy them at? Hold on. That's I'm looking at the wrong number. I was looking at the current price. Okay, so we got the 300 shares of Colgate Palmolive at 82.89. And we're looking for it to hit 83.24, which I really don't think it's going to do. Um, but you know what? Let's see if we can make a couple of bucks off of that right now. So we got it at 82, 89. And let's see if possible. Hmm. 82. Okay, so let's see what the options look like. One day. If I can sell the 8250, only three of them, 30 some odd bucks, because this is definitely not going to hit today. The uh, the spread. So three times, what the hell is 30 bucks? 
I'm not going to make this one, so I might as well get my 30 bucks. So let's do it. Let's cancel this order. Okay, that's canceled. And let's... So, three of these. Why not? It's 82.50. It's at 13. Um, let's go back to three. Okay, so I only have three in contracts at 13 cents. How much are we going to make off that? Okay, right around 40 bucks. We'll wait for it to chime in because it, it did. There you go. 14. Okay, so 14 times 3. It's 30, 40. All right, so we just made about 40 bucks. Don't get me wrong. It's not the greatest thing in the world. I mean, 40 bucks is 40 bucks. I'm not going to sneeze at it. You know, was that lunch? You could think of it kind of like a lunch because I'm going to be stuck with this again next week because I didn't, it's, it's not going to hit. Wait a second. Even if it hits the, the 82 50, which I think I just sold. Let's quickly take a look. Uh, okay, sold 300, 85 and a, 82 and a half. Okay, she's at 8212. So if this thing goes to 82 and a half, yeah, I'll, I'll make a little bit of profit off of it. I made uh, 50 bucks. But it's going to expire today, by the end of the day. If it doesn't go 82.50, I'm still going to have the 300 shares on Monday, and I can make some more money on Monday. Let's get out of that because we have other things to look at. Okay, CVS. Oh, so wait a minute. Let's, so let's get back to Colgate Palmol because I haven't finished out Colgate Palmol. All right, so we just made, what, 40 some odd bucks for that, for that spread. Um... And as long as she, oh, so here, so here's the thing, Colgate Palmolive, we got fifty contracts at eighty one and a half by eighty two and a half, which is a dollar move. Okay, so as long as the stock stays above eighty two fifty, we'll make all that money. And if it does stay above eighty two fifty, we'll make all that money. And we will get rid of the 300 shares. But if it doesn't go above 82.50, we'll have to calculate what we're going to do with those 50 contracts that are between 81.5 and 82.5. And we will deal with that around 3.30 when it's more pertinent. Because right now, there's a whole day of crap that can happen. All right, that's Colgate Palmolive. Next one we're looking at is CVS. CVS. Now, CVS, we got 35 contracts at 74 and a half, 75. Right there, see? 74 and a half, 75. And uh, CVS started out the year at 74, 72. Imagine that. Okay, so. She tried to find a high of the year at 76 before dropping precipitously or quick, eh, not really quickly, but from January to March, um, the middle of March, where everything seemed to have bottomed out last year. She hits a bottom of 52.14, which, you know, not that bad from 76 to, to 52. Okay. But from there, didn't take her long. She didn't stay there long. Um, you know, just a couple of weeks before 
moving back up to a trading range of 62 to 65. So she stayed in that trading range right up until August, the end of August, dropped down for a little bit to test out the waters around the 57, 58 area for a couple of months. Then from there, back up to that trading range between 67 and 74, which is right where she is today. Uh, she did find the new high of the year at 77. Uh, let's see what she's doing for the last couple of weeks. This is what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. For the last couple of days, she's been hanging around right around the 74, 75 area. So she's at 75.15 now. And we have the 74.5, 75 on CVS. Okay, so uh, as long as she stays above 75, we're going to rake in that one. And thank you very much. Okay, so GD is General Dynamics. General Dynamics started out the year last year at 181. Quickly found the high at 189, 73, somewhere in that area. Before she fell, just like everyone else, in the middle of March of last year. But she only fell down to 100. So she went from 181 down to 100, which is almost, uh, was that a 50, 45, 45, 50% um, fall? <laughs> wow. So you use 50% of your your of your value with within a couple of weeks. So anyway, she finds the bottom, but it wasn't really a bottom. It was more like a dead cat bounce where she just, you know, briefly touched the bottom and then just bounced back up. All right, so she briefly touches the bottom at, what was I say it was? Uh, right around 100. From there, she gets a, jumps up to a trading rate. So she, she dropped from 180 down to 100. But, you know, people saying, hey, no way, General Dynamics, not 100, that can't be low. So she jumps up to a trading range of 133. So she gets 30% gain within a couple of days. Okay, so she makes her drop from 180 down to 33. From 180 to 100. And then she jumps 33% within two weeks. So as you see, it's not a huge drop in floundering on the bottom floor. No, no, no. General Dynamics, she dropped. Investors saying 100 bucks. General Dynamics, hell yeah. Jumps in a couple of days later, she's out at 103. So she's at 103 for a couple of months. She breaks out of the 103 in, in, towards the end of May. She finds another trading range right around 150. And she's been traveling in the 150 area. You know, highs and lows. Between um, 130 and, and 160. So she's been traveling sideways for almost the whole year last year. And into this year. So we're at 152. 65 right now. And what are we looking at for General Dynamics? Uh, General Dynamics, we get the 155 call. Okay, so that we did a, a covered call. Now, what we could do, let's find out what we bought it at first before we decide to do anything. Okay, so we bought General Dynamics at 154.79. We bought that back on the 12th, which was the beginning of the week. Now, let's see for the fun of it what the 155s are going for on General Dynamics for today. General Dynamics 155s are going for 50 cents.
Going for, sorry, they're going for five cents. But it's only five contracts. So it's not really worth it. 25 bucks. I don't know. Money's money. That's what I'm trying to teach you people. Money is money. So um, it doesn't look as if it's going to hit 155. So what we could do is we could buy it back. Let's get back. What are we looking at? General Dynamics. General Dynamics could stay right where she is. All right, she's at 152.75. You know, we could do a covered call for today. Buy because we got 26,000 to play with. We could buy this and sell the 60. And collect 30 cents a share could be so let's give it a quick try let's collect some money for today because i don't know if we're going to do any stock trades today no we're not going to do any stock trades today we're just going to clean up because we have between now and the close of the market which is only six hours away so let's see what we can get for six hours of time okay gd we have 500 shares What's a thousand shares going to cost us? Definitely not. So it might be 500 shares. Alright, so let's take a look at how much 500 shares are going to be. All right, so it's another 500 shares. Huh. 400 shares? Really? You guys really busted my chops here. Reduce me down to 300 shares. So 300. At the market, and it's 70 there. Okay. Limit. Why did I put a limit order in? Why did I just put a market order in? Market order is right away, so I don't want to play around. I want to make whatever I'm going to make. Let me just get it done and over with. All right, there we go. One fifty-two ninety. That's almost at one fifty-three. Mm. 
Okay, so we have how many shares of General Dynamics? 800. Alright, so we're going to sell 8 contracts of the 152.50s. Hmm. It's not allowing me to do that, which means I have to buy these back first. Come on, how can those be worth 25 cents? The one fifty fives. All right. All right, so I sold four. Well, I did. So four at eighty five. Four eighty five is three hundred and something bucks. Okay, I can deal with that. Alright, so that's general dynamics. That's like three hundred bucks. Thank you. Let's roll on forward. Let's see what we're doing. Hasbro. Hasbro's the next one we're quickly gonna look at. Alright, Hasbro started out the year at one oh three one oh three, quickly found the high at 109 before dropping down to 41.73 for the low in mid-March. From there, she did the exact same thing. All right, she didn't stay there long. She got up to the trading range of right around 67, then she stair-stepped her way back up to uh, where she is today at 97. Okay, so what do we got Hasbro at? Hasbro, we're looking at the 98.99 which yesterday, that's where we were. We were in the money yesterday. Today, we're out of the money. So we're going to lose all our money on Hasbro because she's at 97. And we get the 98.5-99. I'm not seeing this thing jumping up back up to the 99 again by the end of the month, by the end of the day. So Hasbro looks like a loser. Like I said before, nobody wins them all. And I'm trying to go in now and try to prevent loss. So Hasbro, for some strange reason, two down days in a row. Now, why did the market maker decide to open lower yesterday? Isn't the market maker supposed to make things go positively? So why is this guy sending it on the downward spiral? All right, so she opened up today. 98.42 and she's dropping um, she's at uh, 97.21 so it does look like that's not a happy camper Hasbro sorry can't win them all next on the list is Lowe's we all know Lowe's is a dividend king L-O-W 
Okay, so Lowe's started out the year at 119. Okay, went up a little bit before it found its demise down there in the second week of March last year, just like everyone else. But her low was only 61. Uh, 60. So, all right, so she drops from 120 to 60. That's a 50% loss within that two and a half months. Two and a half months, you lost 50% of your value. This is why I tell people never sell for less than what you paid for it. I hate stops. I do not use them. Okay? I hate those stop losses. Because they just blow by and just keep on doing it. Alright, so a 50% loss. So if any of you guys are on a margin, 50% of your money actually equals 100% of your margin. So you're basically out if you lose 50% and you're on margin. That's why I tell people, don't use a margin account unless you really know what you're doing. Alright, so anyway, you lose 50% of your value. You're in halfway into the month of March. If you just hold tight, she comes back to the, to right where she was um, two months later. Okay, then she blows right through that to find a new high at 179. Okay, so for those of you who bailed in March, thinking, oh, it's going to keep going, 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 which it could have could have done. You never know. But uh, you hold tight, you lose 50%, bounces back, boom. Now from the 118 where she started, she's at 180. That's nice. <clears throat> so if you bought in March at 60 and you're at 180, that's a 300% growth. You know, from 60, 120, 180. <laughs> nice. Okay, so she settled into a trading range where she is now, right around the 160, 170 area. And at this moment, for some strange reason, the market makers are opening down, but the market's saying, oh, hell no, we be lows. All right, so lows, we have dun, 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 10 contracts, the 160, 162 and a half. So I'm not even going to bother with that one. That's so far into the money. I'm not even worried about that. NRG is the next one on our list. NRG. All right, NRG started out the year at 38. From 38, quickly peaked uh, to the high of right around 39. And then from 39 of the end, the, you know, the last week of February to the second week of March, she goes from 40 all the way down to 19. Again, another 50% loss. But that 50% loss quickly jumps back up to a trading range of uh, 32. So you almost get all your money back. And then she could go sideways, you know, finding another low 28. Staying right around between 28 and 38. But just recently, end of December, beginning of January, this thing breaks out into a new high of 41. So if you held on, you got your money back and you're up to 41. All right, so she's sitting at 38. Well, right at the moment, it's 40 because it just changed. She's sitting at 40 right now and we are NGR and no, NRG. Okay, NRG, we got 800 shares. And we're looking for a target of 41.39, which doesn't look like that's going to happen today. But you know what we could do? We could cancel that order and sell 800 shares, eight, eight contracts at 41. So let's see what the 41 is. NRG. 
and RG. She's at 40 now. Um, that's not even worth it. 41's a zero, the 40's a zero, the 40's are at 15. And where do we get this one at? Forty-one. So if we sold the eight contracts at forty, we'd be losing a buck. That's gotta suck. The buck, gotta suck. All right, so we're not even gonna do that one. All right, NRG. Um, we're just looking for it to hit the dividend equivalents. It's got two weeks to go. So if we're, we're going to end up holding on to this one, because I can't see it going up to, to uh, 41.39, which is right up about here, which is where she was yesterday. If she can make that retrace, yeah, fine dandy. We'll be out, but I don't see that happening. All right, so that's NRG, NRG, NRG. PAA, that's next on the list. P. AA, what are we looking at? Okay, PAA. What is that? The Plains All American Pipe. Okay, Plains All American Pipe. Started out the year at 1877. That was the high of the year, 1877. From there, it's a slow drip. I mean, that's not, it wasn't a fast drop, it was a slow drip. Right down to 1192, which is the beginning of March. Not the second week of March. The second week of March is where everyone's hitting the low, and they found their low at three dollars and thirty-eight cents. So you're going from eighteen, almost nineteen, to three eighteen. Ouch! That's not a fifty percent drop. That's like a seventy-five percent drop. Okay, so seventy-five percent drop. She quickly gets up to a trading range around five bucks. So the three wasn't cutting it, and those were people who saw it at three. She was at three for how long? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, two weeks. Two weeks, she said, that in, in the five dollar area. But in the three dollar area, only two days. Okay, so two days in the five dollar, in the, in the uh, three dollar area. So for the low. Of the year at three dollars and sixteen, she quickly jumps back up to to twelve for a we're going to call that a mini high because this thing's a slow downturn. All right, once she she bounces back, she stays in the trading range between five dollars and ten dollars, which is where she was for almost all of last year, coming up even into this year. So she went from eighteen down to ten, which means you lose eighteen to ten is. Uh, Close to 80%. No, wait a minute. Yeah, it's about a, about a 40, 40, 45% drop. Okay, that's where she's standing. And right now she's at 1027. And where do we have pipeline buddies? All right, we got 1,000 shares at 1046. And we sold 10 contracts at the 1050s. Now that was basically a covered call. All right, so the ten, so as long as this thing stays above ten fifty, we're gonna collect all that money. 
doesn't look like it's going to do that, which means we're going to go into next week owning 1,000 shares of PAA. But the neat thing about that, we already collected the premium. Okay? So I bought it at, at 146. I sold someone the option to buy it from me at 150. I make my 1 or 2% for the week. Because remember my goal here. My whole goal is a 1% return per week, which we've already blown past that. But each trade I want to do, it's got to be a minimum of 1%. So I want a 1% return for the week. Uh, so that's a 10.5. So next week we can do the exact same thing, sell this thing at 10.5. As long as this thing stays right where she is, we can probably get a decent price on that 10.5 for next week. So I can give you a rough idea of what it looks like today, but it's not going to be the same tomorrow because tomorrow is going to be a different number. All right, so PAA right now is at um, the bid and ask. This is going to be a heavily traded stock. The reason I say that is the more active stocks have a smaller spread. That's the amount of money that the market maker makes. Okay, He buys it at one price, he sells it at another. So buying it for a buck and selling it for a buck is not going to make it for him. So he collects whatever the spread is, the difference between the buy and the sell. Now, a heavily traded company is going to have a very tight one. This one, the bid or the sell is at 10.21. If you wanted to buy it, it's at 10.22. So you have to buy a whole shitload at 10.22 in order for you know to make any money because the spread is so tight on this. All right. So anyway, she's at 10.23 now, which is okay, but we're looking at the 10.50. So we're going to carry this one into next next week. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, so next week's 10.50 is going for uh, 15 cents. So at the moment in time, 15 cents times 1,000 is 150 bucks. Right, fifteen hundred and fifty. No, that's fifteen hundred. No, a thousand shares. Uh, that's one hundred fifty bucks. Still, my one percent, though. You know, I still like it. All right, out of there, let's get back to the very last one, which is plug, which is a whim bought this because someone else had it and he said hey it's going to do this 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 and it didn't do it anyway plug we have a spread the 69.70 which is a total loss total total loss because plug which isn't a dividend play it was a speculation play that went horribly wrong alright so plug started out at three dollars and seventy nine cents for the year. Okay, traveled quite a bit. Did she fall in March? Yes, she did. She fell in March too. She fell from, uh, uh, where was she? $5 down to the low of two ninety five. So she went from the high of $5 down to two ninety five, which is still um, 40% decrease. All right, from there she keeps going sideways until about uh, June. Then from June, she stair-steps her way up to, can you believe this, to 37. 
in the second week of December. But something happened between the second week of December to, to yet to a couple of days ago where this thing hit 74.16. Did you hear what I said? This stock started at three bucks a year ago. Makes a high of 74.16. Talking about raking in the freaking dough. Okay, so were we up to something? Yeah, we were, but it couldn't sustain it. The volume just wasn't there. So from the high, she's sitting at uh, 60, 56, which basically useless because I got the 69.70, so that's swirly, swirly down the tube. So that's 670 bucks down the flippity-dippity tube. All right, so that's where we stand at this moment in time. Uh, we have one open order, still trying to get NRG, which is not going to do, we can't do anything with it because it's too far out of the money and the options aren't worth squat. So, it's just a dividend play. Thank you very much. We're not going to do anything until later on, and I'm going to catch you guys later on this afternoon, right around 3.30. So, if you're following, catch me back at 3.30 so you see exactly how these things play out. That all being said, um, I will catch you um, around 3.30. So, I'll see you then. that wraps up another session i want to thank you for joining us if you want to follow along with some of these live session trades let us know if you have any questions we can get back to you and have a great day